Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everyone. Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by donation from Etty. He wants me to answer a question, and I'm paraphrasing what he has to say. I'd like you to explain this to me. You'll typically see men that are classified as sevens and above, and they will be with women that are a five or below. You never see it the other way around, where women that are with sevens dating men that are the fives, unless the guy has something that she wants. And these women may overrate themselves this way because that hot guy decided to date them and sleep with them. What's your take on this? Well, Etty, I think your observations are pretty darn accurate. It's kind of ironic that even though women make up the majority of people in our society, they are the ones doing the choosing, and they are the ones refusing to settle for men less attractive than they are in most cases. And some women are not only gold digging for a man's money, but they are also gold digging for the currency of social status. Men make the mistake by thinking that women are only after their money, if men can even think that far ahead in the first place. But women are also after social currency as well. They want other women to see them with an attractive male that looks out of their league, so that they get jealous and envy them because this increases their value in the female pecking order. The tragedy here is that men seem to have the tendency to undervalue their own social value and physical attractiveness. They don't even see their own attractiveness in many cases. Most women don't tell their husbands, boyfriends, and male friends that they are good-looking because it might get to their heads and then they might see their true potential and leave that relationship. I think it makes many women insecure to give compliments to men, because if men realize that they are the prize in a relationship, then they will think twice about being in that situation to begin with. That's why I believe women ask questions like, do I look fat, when they address their males. When a woman asks you if she looks fat, she is destroying your self-esteem because the question is rigged. If you say yes, you're in the doghouse. And if you say no, then the woman will say that you are lying to her. It's a passive-aggressive way for her to take control of the relationship, and society thinks it's kind of funny. Today things are so bad in many places that if a woman dates or marries a man that's two notches higher than her on the attraction scale, this is seen as normal and not something that's extraordinary. In her mind, she deserves it. And this is sending a clear message to men out there. If you want to be special enough to get into a relationship with a woman, then you need to up your game, and with a little bit of luck, you too can settle for a woman that is far less attractive than you and well beneath your appearance. Doesn't that sound nice? Doesn't it make you want to go out and work as hard as you can in order to have to settle for a less attractive female? Men certainly do care about their looks and social status of the women that they date, but they also care more about getting laid. I've seen this time and time again. Men are willing to sacrifice their own social status and even their own happiness to be with a fat and disgusting woman that is willing to put out. From my own experience and from the experience of guys that I know, the less attractive women are the ones doling out sex more regularly than the better looking ones, earlier in the relationships as well. Many less attractive women offer sex on the first date or early in the relationship because they want to hook the man 
that's out of their league as quickly as possible. Their willingness to sell their sexuality so quickly is the same as a man willing to be with the woman that is physically beneath him on the appearance scale. Both the woman and the man are selling themselves short. You can clearly see that the man is willing to settle when you see him out in public. But what happens in the bedroom is not out in the open. So we don't see if women are cheap and willing to give away their sexual value on the first date. When I used to date, I always made the woman I was with wait three to four months before having sex with her. I made sure that I was not going to be controlled through sex. And at the same time, I didn't introduce myself to her family and most of her friends until three to six months into the relationship. I didn't want her friends judging me and then saying that I wasn't good enough. Or her using me as a card in a game to bring up in terms of social status. Last summer, I met a woman that was probably a four or five. And she worked for an airline, and she was after pilots that were eights and nines on the attraction scale, but she still wanted to date them. They told her point blank that they were willing to sleep with her, but they weren't interested in dating or having a relationship. So she ended up getting pissed off, and one night I was out with her and some friends for a birthday party. While I was there, she got drunk, and the truth came out. She said that she wanted a hot, rich guy to be her sugar daddy, and she wasn't willing to settle for anything less and she had just hit the wall at the age of 30. She flat out said that she's a gold digger, and I found it ironic because her nose is shaped like a spoon. Here she was with no job as she had been fired a few months earlier, looking for a great man with money to bail her out. She didn't think that there was anything wrong with her behavior, and that these guys were not out of her league. If a woman that's a five dates a guy that's a seven, then that's a great way for her to be introduced to men that are an eight or even a nine. Odds are that the guy that's a seven might have a couple of friends that are even better looking than he is and more successful. So by dating a guy on her level or slightly higher, she can then ask him to introduce her to his other friends. Her circle of potential suitors increases and often quite dramatically if she is playing a larger group of men all at the same time. Just because we see women that are with men that are sevens or eights doesn't mean they didn't date men that were once on the same level and eventually trade it up to the men that we see them with today. Remember, all that we can see is how the couple looks today. As men, we can't even see a woman's sexual history and her past behavior simply by looking at her. It's easy to jump to conclusions that she just went out and found a guy more attractive than her right off the bat, but we don't see all of the literal legwork she needed to pull off to find herself in this particular position. Much of it is hidden from view. On the other hand, you can typically see how successful a man was in the past by the type of car he drives and the place that he lives in. These types of things show you the successes that he's had in the past. This phenomenon of less attractive women dating more attractive men also works in female-female heterosexual relationships. Do you ever wonder why a fat, unattractive woman hangs up with a thin, hot one? Because it increases the value of both women. The fat and less attractive one gets male attention that she otherwise wouldn't have had on her own. And that male attention is typically of men that are higher on the attraction scale than she is. No one is looking at her when she's off by herself. Believe it or not, the same thing goes for the beautiful woman. Beautiful women have a hard time meeting men because most men think a beautiful woman is typically out of their league. And the irony is that the women that are 8s, 9s, and 10s are usually approached by men because of the way their bodies look. So if a guy walks up to a very attractive woman and starts talking to her without necessarily being interested in dating her or getting into a relationship in the first place, she will respond because she will think that he is valuing her as a person instead of just an attractive woman. Don't believe me? Here's a paragraph from an article that I'm adding in the description below. 
A gorgeous man spots a gorgeous girl. He immediately thinks, she's so hot, she's got to be taken. He overlooks her immediately. The pretty girl never gets approached. She notices that she's being ignored by a hottie and thinks there's something wrong with her. She's clueless and distraught, but she tries to go on her merry way. A few minutes later, a really beastly, ugly critter-looking guy spots the gorgeous girl and thinks to himself, this girl is hot. I'm going to take my chances. Another rejection isn't going to hurt at this point. Besides, I feel like today is my lucky day. Ugly guy approaches gorgeous girl. Gorgeous girl is confused as she thinks to herself, no one really takes the time to get to know me. What the hell? He may be the one. I'll give it a shot. Ta-da! They get together. So that's from an article called Why Beautiful Women Date Ugly Men. In my own life, I know this relatively unattractive disc jockey with thinning hair. Yet the most attractive women are all over him because he has confidence to come right up to them and flirt with them and seek out their attention. And he's been a struggling musician for a number of years now. So it goes to show that extremely attractive women will go out with unattractive guys, even if they have no money or even if they look terrible. But Etty, you're also right about ugly or bad-looking guys getting the hot women because they have something that they want. One wealthy guy I knew decided that he wanted to get married to a hot woman, but he didn't have the time to go out on dates, and his social circle was limited because he spent most of his life building his business instead of chasing tail. So what did he do? He put an ad out in the paper. In the ad, he made it clear that he was a very wealthy young guy, and he was interested in finding a very young, attractive bride. Within a few days, he was inundated by requests from women all over the city, and that's how he found a wife that's 10 years younger than him. But I have to say that she doesn't seem all too thrilled with being in the relationship. Her body language and lack of smile are kind of disheartening. From where I'm standing, it doesn't look like a great relationship, but what do I know? Maybe they are happy together and she's just shy. I doubt it though. As I'm scripting this video, you guys will never believe this. Spoon for a nose just contacted me out of the blue and wants me to take pictures of her for a LinkedIn profile. She didn't even say hello or hi, how are you doing to me? Or any kind of small talk to begin. She just sent me a quick message asking me to come over and take her picture. Remember, women only contact you when they want something. I think I'm going to take her picture in exchange for a fun photo shoot I can throw up here on YouTube. Won't that be something? Then everyone can see her face and decide if I'm making up the idea that her nose looks like a spoon. I just sent her a text message saying that I'm willing to take her picture in exchange for the shots that I can use in any way that I want. Maybe I'll get her to put an actual spoon on her nose towards the end of the photo shoot and see if that pisses her off. And if I do, then everyone can see what a gold digger looks like in this day and age. Anyways, that's it for today's video. Thanks again, Etty, for your donation. I had a woman send me a message on YouTube telling me to stop making videos and to stop being a crybaby, and she was trying to shame me. Then when I called her out on her shaming language, she told me that I needed to go and take my own red pills, which I will gladly do if she takes her suppository first. Anyways, thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills, and make sure to remind all your feminist friends out there that they should be taking their suppositories daily. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.